Hello and welcome to All Over the Map Travel Talk Podcast. I'm Paige Connor Totaro with All Over the Map. I'm Vera Rotfan with PAX Travel Design. And we are going to try to answer one of your burning questions today. Uh, we put the call out to see if you had any travel-related quandaries that you wanted us to tackle. And we got a lot of responses, and one that came up several times, and that is a burning question in our minds as well, is college visits. So if you don't know, Paige has two high school daughters. I have one current high schooler and one who will be a high schooler next year. So it's a burning question in our minds because we have not started with college visits and are really um, a little bit scared. The question that we got asked for tips on college visit related travel, including finding deals, planning the trip, getting a real feel for on and off campus life during a short visit, and other things. So we decided, since we have no experience in this matter, to go to an expert and friend of ours, Karen Schwartz. So here is our interview with our good friend, Karen. We are here with Karen Schwartz of EssayMom.net, a college essay writing coach based in Alexandria, Virginia, who has helped high schoolers make successful applications to all sorts of great colleges around the country, including her own children, whom she helped gain admission to Middlebury and Pomona College. Welcome. Hi, Hi Karen. Thank you. So can you just start by walking us through a typical college visit? Sure. Um, well, I think, it, I think the typical visit starts with a plan. Um, you don't want to travel, if you're going to take the time to travel, you don't want to visit just one school. Um, it's a good idea to print out a map of where you're going, of that state or that area, and see what other schools are nearby, and possibly um, map out an efficient route based on mileage and also on the dates and times that college tours are available. Um, and information about tours is easily available on college websites. I guess the question is what time of year would you say is a good time to go? Because in, in I, trying to plan a visit when there are students there or there are not. Well, ideally, ideally it's terrific to go when, um, when school is in session. Mm -hmm. So you get a feeling of, you know, what, what does this crowd look like? Um, in my experience, that's not always possible because life intercedes. So we've done college visits when school is in session and also over the summer um, when campuses are pretty dead. Um, but you still can get a pretty good idea. Also, usually if a student is serious about a particular college, your initial campus visit is just your initial visit oh, okay. and your child will probably go back. Um, and do an overnight or um, go to accepted candidates day. This won't be your first and last time to see the, to see the college. Okay. That makes sense. Um, wh where, do you, where do you even start with the planning? How do you decide which ones to go to? Uh, well, I think that starts with probably several heart-to-heart -heart conversations with your child about where they think they will learn best and where they will be inspired, what kind of setting is that, 
Is that going to be a large state university? Is that going to be a small private liberal arts college in rural Pennsylvania somewhere? Um, and um, sometimes it's children really don't know that, so it might be a mix of those things. Where you visit or schools that your child considers will also be steered on what their interests are. Um, and geographic areas that respond to that, like there's a University of Mining in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And kids who are interested in geology, that's a very hot oh, school. Yeah. Um, same thing, kids who are interested in theater will go to um, schools in the big cities, possibly. So those are all determinants um, to, to get you started. And then certainly looking at the books and you know what are the SAT ranges, um, mm -hmm. what are the brackets that match your students' scores on those. Um, um, certainly if you want to consider in-state, because of in-state tuition, those are factors. Right. So, and my my kids who are in tenth grade um, are kind of resistant to the idea of even looking at colleges mm -hmm. and, and thinking about colleges. There's a big stack of mail piling up on the on the counter from colleges that that my daughters do not want to look at. Um, so I I'm not even sure how to get over this hump they don't want to go they don't want to visit anywhere they don't want to think about it yeah well first i would recycle that big pile <laughs> Thank exactly. you. Um, um, all that stuff is produced by marketing companies um and i just think it's terrific fun to look at those and look at all the touched up beautiful grassy quads <laughs> and um all the wonderful slogans about being inspired and what knowledge is and individuality. <laughs> we train citizens of the future who are mm -hmm. going to solve problems. And anyway, so and the illustrious graduates, right? Right, right yeah. the, the graduates and the wonderful campus traditions mm -hmm. that date back to Thomas Jefferson. Right. Um, these are all like you, you know focus group tested mm -hmm. to know what's going to bring you in and your seventy-five dollar application fee. Um, so. I'll put my cynicism aside. <laughs> um, but I would not worry about kids who are resistant to the search be for whatever reason they're not ready, and that's yeah. fine. Oh, yeah. I would rely on peer pressure. Yeah. That will probably get them started when their friends are getting started. Um, so I really wouldn't worry about that now. So I have a question about... And this was actually a question that was put to us, and that's why we were doing this podcast, because one mm -hmm. of our um, listeners wanted to find out more about this, because mm -hmm. he's going through this process with his child. Um, was the best way to get a feel for, he was interested in how to, you know, in such a short visit, to get a real feel for the culture of a school and the city or the location. Sure. And so I guess a uh, question related to that um, is, you know, do you stay in dorms? Is that typically okay. done during college visits or Airbnb? Would that give you a better sense of the city or is a hotel the best option? Um, well, I think that that is a really good question as, as far as lodging. Um, I would stay. I would say stay as close to the campus as possible, for practical reasons as well as for getting a feel for what are, what are the what's the immediate community of the campus mm -hmm. like. 
Um, absolutely check out Airbnbs, check out the chains because they're usually very close to campus. Um, check out regular bed and breakfasts. Tell them when you call that you are there to look at the campus okay. and you may get a discount. A lot of these places offer discounts if they know you're connected to the college. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we are saving a lot of money on that. Um, it's terrific to stay close to the campus to get a feel for the environs, but also so you can walk everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and you're actually crisscrossing the paths that your child would if he were to go there. Um, to get a feel for the campus and what's that like, um, as you walk around, the campus on the tour, you want to make sure that you're visiting the places that are going to matter for your kid. You want to make sure you get into the dorms, you want to be in the dining halls, you want to see um, classrooms, you want to see the library. Um, and also bear in mind that on these campus tours they will show you the nicest stuff mm -hmm. they have. Right. So you will see the newest dorm rooms mm -hmm. and the most charming mm -hmm. classrooms. Um, so just can know. Can you ask them? Can I also see? No, because they'll the say I'm, lecture hall. Yeah, yeah, they, not available. Yeah, they they will say I'm sorry, that's not on our tour, uh -huh. and they'll come up with a million excuses. But just so you know that, so then when you go back for another visit, if your child is serious about that school, right. um, you he should be able to get in to see a greater variety of spaces. Um, some colleges do have students do overnights before they even apply. Um, so you wanna, oh really yes so you want to check that out and they will oh. stay with the student in the dorm overnight and probably have dinner and breakfast and a snack and um, during that course and just they will be on a floor in a dorm and they they will see what what's really going on there um, also um, you want to visit facilities that relate to your kids interests so if you're if your child is a performer you want to get in to see the theater, and mm -hmm. that typically will be on a tour. Um, if he's a musician, you want to get into the practice rooms, um, the radio station, the science labs, um, if there's an art museum, the sports centers, um, the organic farm, um, the pool, anything that you think your child might do on that campus, you want to see. Um, and. Um, Sometimes they'll take you there. Sometimes if it's a public space like a museum, they'll let you go there on your own time if it's not on the tour. But those are, I would definitely make a checklist ahead of time. What are the things my, my child should see because he might want to do that activity. Okay. Um, <laughs> another thing, um, if you have time, take in a play or a concert or a sporting event. Um, or whatever kind of event or a lecture mm -hmm. that relates to your kids' interests. Um, you can sit in on a class many times. Um, they'll give you a list of what classes are open to you on the tour, if, obviously if you're there on a weekday. Right. Um, um, walk to the commercial area. Um, make sure your child takes in the setting. College towns are not uniformly quaint and attractive. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and your child should know that because mm -hmm. um, they're going to be living there for four years. Um, and think about what your child will need over the course of four years that you want to be available to him. Pizza, movies, mm -hmm. 
live music, hiking, right. hiking trails, even something as basic as a pharmacy within walking distance. That is no joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or, mm-hmm. you know, a grocery store, you know, um, find out how close those things are, whatever's important to your kid. Um, do not judge too much about a campus by the tour guide, him or herself. <laughs> Many times admissions departments don't really put a lot of effort into that part of what they do. So they'll just grab a freshman and say, you're giving a tour. Um, and that, that has happened to us. And they will not plow the snow because they have a tour group coming in. They will not chip the ice off the walks. So dress appropriately. Um, and remember that you probably will go back another time before you make a decision. Right. Um, so if an admissions tour guide does not seem to be the swiftest, set that aside. That's just, that's just a function of how much effort they're putting into their marketing and right. not about the school themselves. In fact, the college that where my, our son ended up was a terrible tour. Mm-hmm. Really, really bad experience. Wonderful four-year experience. Yeah. He's doing wonderfully and had a terrific four years. So um, you want to eat on campus. Um, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You do. So good. You, you want them to eat on You want your kid right. to eat on you campus. You want your kid to eat on campus? Absolutely. Um, and they will probably let you pay your $7 to eat lunch in the dining hall. Um, great opportunity for people watching. Who are these students that go there? Listen in on conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just that'll give you an idea of how people think, how they're dressed, what does that say about them? Um, and is that a community that your child would feel comfortable as a part of? Um, pick up the student newspaper. Um, they're usually available sitting around in bins. Um, student literary magazine. That's always a really good way um, to get a handle on what are the issues that are important on this campus right. and what are the issues that are not at all important. Yeah, yeah. Those things are very telling. Um, I think the most, um, what, what was most meaningful to me touring campuses with both our kids is that you catch glimpses of your child being inspired by how he thinks he might learn best as he's mm-hmm. seeing various spaces. And that, I still get goosebumps thinking mm-hmm. about that. Is your child really turned on and wowed by high-tech lecture halls or by you know glass and chrome libraries that are like architectural mar- marvels or is he more excited about these, you know, wood-paneled classrooms that date back to the Civil War? Yeah. Um, um, and as you as you make note of those things, what seems to be exciting him? Um, jot those things down, and then you know, months later, when decisions need to be made, you can remind him of how excited he was to see whatever it was that you observed him getting excited about. Um, it's like getting a window into seeing your child in the future as a college student. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. That is fantastic advice. Um, 
I have a question that you you probably went through, and I will go through because I have three children of different ages, <laughs> unlike Paige, <laughs> who has twins. Um, is what are your thoughts on bringing the younger sibling on the older child's college tours? Um, I think it really depends. On, I guess there are two things. It depends on the younger sibling. If the younger sibling is going to be comfortable um, being guided around for two hours, being on their feet, um, and understanding that this trip and this period of time, this is about the older sibling. It's not about him. And if that means if that means that you're stoking him with a steady supply of lollipops right. to make it work, so be it. Um, but um, if you feel like you can make the trip with the younger child and still get the full value out of the trip and, and accomplish what that college tour is supposed to do, then by all means bring them. Um, a lot of times you're actually, depending upon the age difference, but you're killing, you're killing two well, birds that, with that, one stone. Well, that, I guess, is, it was my question. Oh, if, absolutely. If your children are maybe two years apart. Um... Oh, then I would definitely bring the younger child. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and just explain that in two years, we will do this for you. Right. And without realizing it, that younger child is absorbing a lot. Yeah. It. Okay. Well, th this has been really helpful as we start our journeys down this. Uh... <laughs> Definitely. I have one more question. I asked about uh, how you decide um, when to start when your kid is not interested in mm -hmm. touring. But what if you have a kid who wants to go everywhere? Who wants to go, you know, check out Washington State and Hawaii. California and Hawaii. <laughs> so and... I tell them to get a paper route now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, um, I think um, it's really, I think it's unrealistic, you know, unless you have unlimited time and a private jet that you're going to make all these trips. Um, I think if a child wants to travel long distances to see to see campuses they need to justify why that's necessary and that's not going to be just because oh I want to be near the beach or I want to be the, near the mountains that's why you go on a vacation right um, why you visit a campus there um, that's 2,000 miles away or a plane ride away has got to be because there's really there's something unique about what that college offers or something unique that's happening in that setting. And it's really up to your child to come up with those reasons and find out really what does that college have to offer that that is special, that is not available you know, within a day's range of your minivan. Um, and then take it from there and then decide if it's worth, worth it to visit the, that campus. Or to find out if the same sort of programs are similar are offered a little closer to home, or offered, you know, in your fabulous state universities right. for half the tuition. Um, I think, I think, um, a lot of kids want to do these tours without thinking about things like budget. It's right. like an opportunity to go somewhere. Do you have any specific recommendations about where to stay when you're doing college visits? Um, I think you want to stay someplace that's close enough so that you can arrive at the tour very early. 
um, ideally walking because parking at admissions offices can be hard. I mean, college admissions itself is competitive, and now we're talking about competitive parking. <laughs> um, at some colleges, you need to park, run into the admissions office that's you know 400 yards away, get a parking pass, take it back to your car to put it on your dashboard. Well, that like eats up 20 minutes right oh. there, and they don't really. They may not tell you that on their website that you need to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of times visitor spots or spots for an admissions office are very limited. So everybody is circling around. Oh um, boy. Yeah, yeah, oh it can be, and the tour starts in three minutes. <clears throat> um, so it really behooves you to get there early and to research parking information on the college website. Um, getting there early is also a great opportunity to people watch. You're watching the tour guides and the admissions staff arrive. And Prospective students and their parents. <laughs> right, and you're checking out, you know, who else is applying yeah. to this college. And they'll have tons of brochures lying around that you can look at. And it's just a good opportunity to arrive and relax and have that opportunity to take in the setting. Um, you want to make sure that you eat beforehand. And I guess that might sound oh, like okay. common sense. but How you, long are they usually... Usually two hours, okay. and that's usually an hour tour and an hour um, information session mm -hmm. um, without access to any food. Okay. So, and you're taking in a lot of information, um, so you it's it's really likely that you're going to get hungry if you have not eaten. So you know we always had like a bunch of granola bars. I was going to say you know, pack your snacks. Yeah. Um, um, so you can check out local restaurants. We always look for the local food co-ops. Um, and dress for warm weather. Dress for any kind of weather. Because tours will go rain or shine. Oh, okay. Um, and don't count on colleges shoveling the snow or salting icy walkways. It, they, don't, they just don't do that. So in terms of geography, just from your perspective and in your business, have you noticed any trends about students staying closer to home or students looking further afield for for schools what are your um i think that my impression is that most students pick colleges um that are within a day's range of home um that are not airplane rides away certainly state schools are hugely popular because tuition is maybe half of what a private college is and it's really up to your student and what they're interested in like if your student is interested in theater there are 10 or 15 bfa programs that yes. are particularly hot um, if your student is interested in engineering or stem there are probably 10 10 or 15 programs that are hot for that. It really does go by the subject matter. You know, if your student is interested in um, international affairs, there are schools that are renowned for that. So it really goes, yeah. I think it really goes by subject matter. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise. Um, it will come in really handy for a lot of us. Yes, very soon. <laughs> very soon. <laughs> We have been talking with Karen Schwartz, also known as Essay Mom. You can find Essay Mom on the web at essaymom.net.
Thank you. Thank you. This was fun. <laughs> well, that was very enlightening. And I'm sure our children are going to be thrilled that we have all this great new information for them. Um, now there'll be no excuses to not visit a college. Um, I've come across an interesting uh, offer recently, too, related to college visits. That is that Amtrak is now offering a buy one, get one, 50% off for college visits. You do have to register uh, online on their website, which is www.campusvisit.com slash Amtrak in order to get that deal. But uh, if you're looking at a few colleges in one city, like Washington, D.C., for example, has a lot of good colleges, um, it might, might be worth looking into. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Karen, for all that really, really interesting and helpful information. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please send them along at travel at allovermap.net, and we hope to hear from you. Bye. Happy travels.